You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Alright, we're back on. Here's a voucher so to GameStop. Do we need to start over? Yeah, unfortunately. Because I'm the worst producer Fuck ever. Me, God damn it. Alright, Lucas. I forgot what I was shouting about. I can't even remember. <laughs> Alright, so we watched Stranger Things. We're digging into that. Tyson, I want you to ask us some questions. <laughs> off the top of your head that you have not asked that us I've before. I've never asked you before. You won't know our answers to this at all. Alright, so I'm going to just ask questions and just tune out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so how does it compare to the first sentence? I don't even like fucking that. care. <laughs> it was good. Full, talked about full disclosure, we had some recording issues. <laughs> so now we got to go top. No, that's not recreated. That's dead. That's gone forever. <laughs> that's gone forever. Except I'd like to bring up that Rebecca, it's really creepy that you like Max's older brother. That dude is gross. And, and you guys feel like the second season is on par with the first season. Totes. So... As far as the scene, <laughs> just, I hate my life. Cliff notes. Cliff notes what we said before. All right. Now, because the, the people need it. So I'm going to fight through this here. Way to go, John. Doing it for the fans. All right. Stranger Things 2. Yes. It was as good as it could have been. <laughs> All right. This has been episode 107. <laughs> John, I want to know how you feel about Rudy. Sean Aston. Oh, yeah. I knew he was going to die right away. Yeah, he's the most likable, nice guy. This is a weird episode now. Now we're just talking. There's no context to anything. We're talking talking about Stranger Things things too. Spoiler alert. All right, go. Slash, we're doing this for the second time. I think we cancel this. We do a third time. Let's actually try to phone it in and get to where we were. Let's just just keep pushing through it. I'm trying to get you on another rant of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, so Bob, super His name's Bob. Bob. He's dead. <laughs> I have realized the first first two episodes, like, he's working for the lab. Wilkins Lab. Dawkins Lab. What's it called? Hawkins, Hawkins. Hawkins Lab. Um, and then I realized, like, his name's Bob. First season, person that dies is Barb with a B. He's the only guy with a B name in this Ends whole in series. He's dead. And sure enough... He's dead. Does a uh, fan favorite Barb make a return? No, not the way Barb's you dead. Think. I know, dead. and I hope like everyone like fucking just love Barb from the first season. Like she's in the the show for like thirty minutes total, and they went like her. That's like it's Pat on Saturday Night Live. Like, everyone <laughs> thought that was great for one sketch, and then it kept going for like two more years, and they're like, "Why are we doing this?" Thing? We understand this woman isn't funny. She has one character, but like let's, like, let's she push her out a little. She bit. stood up to people. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry. She, that's, that's, that's my bar, friend. That's, I mean, my, that's my She is the person rant. you hate in high school. You're yeah. like, oh, she's a let's fucking try snitch. smoking weed. She's like, my mom says we should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that disliked Barb as a character. Fuck Barb. Yeah, I agree. That is the problem with the world. <laughs> Where we are going? Here we go. Here we it's go. because of Barb. Where Barb is a hero, like go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, like when Barb is a square. She's yeah. a total square. When it's not hip to be square. That <laughs> song hadn't even come out yet when this season took place. Like 
Telling me Barb is a bigger trendsetter than Huey Lewis in the fucking news? <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> Doubt it. So that is a huge plot point, though, Tyson. Like, there's a whole, like, B story about Barb's parents Mike's finding out what sister. happened to her. Uh, I couldn't give a shit about Barb. Yeah, no one else did either. <laughs> no one did in the first season. They <laughs> planted the scene, like, episode three. And then they're just like, oh, and by the way, at the end of the series, here's like a one minute wrap up to that whole yeah. thing. No I'll one be honest, gives a shit about Barb's If Barb's it wasn't parent. for like the social media like outpouring of like, Barb is a hero. She's the best character in this show. I would have forgotten about that fucking character yeah. after she died. People die every day. No one gives a <laughs> shit. Yeah. And one of them just happened to be Barb. Yeah. Well, she was the she was the red shirt, just like Bob. Yeah. 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 Kind of uh, likable, nice enough guy that will die, and you will feel bad that they died, and then move on and never Bob remember. No one hero. ever recalls. Barb died a crybaby piece of shit. <laughs> Nobody ever looks back at like a Star Trek episode. Like, God, you know who's great? Cadet Johnson. <laughs> he was in that episode for ten minutes. He was the real hero of the entire series. Yeah, when he told Kirk to cool it. Yeah. 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 Doing those whippets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was immediately eaten by a giant space snake. Yeah. Fucking. No one gives a shit. Who, who else do we not give a shit about in season two? The Mike's older sister, man. She's the worst. She is. She's always just complaining about everything. I know. Like, I get my shit whole together. favorite thing was Steve and Dustin just yeah. being BFFs. Yeah, Steve and, is like the babysitter's club. Hanging out with Lucas and Steve Max. Great. And yeah. 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 Especially after rewatching the first season, because he plays the '80s douchebag in this sec, the second season. He's one of my favorite characters. And Will's older brother. Oh yeah, I don't like Who him. Fucking cares about that? He's guy. creepy. I feel like he has in that back shed. You're gonna open a toolbox <laughs> and it's just filled with animal bones, <laughs> fingernails. Yeah, just like weird, weird stuff going on there. Yeah, he's a weird dude. I, I really liked uh, Steve giving Dustin all of his hair product like, yeah, explanations. Like, here's how you got to do it. Four pustles, fair faucet spray. <laughs> you don't tell anybody. Uh, I think Dustin, his whole arc was great. Up through, even like at the dance at the yeah. end. I really like that. There's a oh, whole man. Ghostbusters episode, so of course I dug that. Yeah, That dance scene. I was going to cry. It was oh, pretty yeah. sad. The, yeah. That's how they wrapped up the series was... A month later, it's the like winter dance or whatever. The, the school, school ball. dance thing. And so Dustin <laughs> shows up and his hair's all done and he's trying to dance with all these girls, asking them, and nobody will dance with him. So then he's just like crying and by the bleachers by himself. It's very sad. Shit. <laughs> it's very, very sad. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, then, what about uh, the uh, what about the sheriff? He's got he's a awesome. great, great yeah. art. He was yeah. probably my favorite character in the first season. So he like, Eleven's been art. living with him. And uh, he's got a cabin to keep her safe and protected. And she's kind of his new daughter, I guess you'd say. And so do you find out why he drove off in the car at the end of the first season? Like, they yeah. explain that. And it's a good yeah. arc. Oh, totally. Yeah. You get everything. Nice. I love that guy. That, I'll tell you what, that that episode had me in tears the first season. When they're in, they're in the upside down and you find out about his daughter and stuff. I was just like, just tears running down my fucking face. I remember big pussy. I know. Plan for that the second season. Oh, God damn it. All right. Um, what was sad you were saying in the dance? I cut you off. Oh, no. That was, no. That was, a, that was that's just a sad, yeah. sad scene. Well, I, I want to watch it. I got to wait for Tiff. We want to watch it. But the problem is, have a hard time watching it at night with the kids. 
around. And by the time we get them put to bed, it's just like, fuck this. We're going to bed. And I have this weird thing where I don't want to watch it during the day because it doesn't feel like a watching during the day type of show. I don't know if you guys ever do that, but like sit down like, oh, I want to watch something. I watch I wait the majority of my shows in the shower. That's weird. That's how I maximize you put in a time. Ziploc, your phone in a Ziploc bag. I put my phone bag. in a Ziploc bag. I got the shower caddy hanging from the thing. I set it in there. How long do you take yeah. a shower for? I'm in there a good 20 minutes. <laughs> a full episode. It's, it's, fair. it's a game changer. <laughs> it started with music. Music in the shower is it great. Started with then porn. I was like, I should totally watch <laughs> TV in the shower. Like, I don't have enough porn. time. I can get a whole episode in. John, and while I'm porn. getting ready, it's another episode. And my day's way better because, like, it's comedies a lot of times. So, like, my day starts laughing. I'm laughing first thing in, in the, the morning. shower. Yeah. You, like a fucking maniac. Yeah, I was gonna say, do your roommates know that you're watching TV or yeah, do they just they, hear you maniacally laughing in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> they think it's weird, but I know they respect me. I'm a pioneer. <laughs> All right. Talk about Thor. Yeah, let's no, no, talk. No. So no. the only one last thing with Stranger Things. How where do you think they're gonna take it next then for that third this giant monster? Because it ends with eleven sealing the I game. think we're gonna go full blown X Men. I think that thing's going to mm. show up and all the number kids are going to come. Because they introduced another up. one. Yeah. So we eight, need one through eight. seven and nine and ten. She and can. so to kind of go along with that question, you guys think three's definitely going to wrap up the series? I would think it would be smart, too. I think so. What, yeah. So before the kids I pulled get up too the old too. IMDb before we started recording, and they have it as booked for four seasons. Okay. And that's why mm-hmm. I heard three. They, the creator said three to four on that NPR interview. So. I could see it going for but that's... I, I agree with John. I think that we're going to start seeing more super-powered people because that's where a lot of Eleven's time was spent with this girl whose powers were mostly useless, in my opinion. No, she's like a Charles Xavier. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? She, she can, can make create, people think yeah. things, but she can't like, change their What's thoughts or get in their mind. Jason Stryker? There you go. That's yeah, there you go. yeah, all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Charles and Xavier, she's the most powerful mutant. <laughs> she's a little murder and bitch. Yeah, I don't like her much. All right, so Thor. We all got to Thor, see Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Woo! Hey, John. John, woo! <laughs> Fucking kid in the theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, by the way, I didn't see your Slack message until, like, I was sitting down in the theater with Tiff going through Slack, and I was like, oh, I have a direct message from Nick. Oh. No, I, I'm I'm already seeing Thor. It's okay. Right now. It's okay, old John. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, Every preview that played, this fucking kid. I know as a kid, I thought I was an adult. And so, so when I. the movie ended, I s- said something kind of loudly. <laughs> that doesn't sound like your job. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I just tough talked a kid. <laughs> I, I thought it was an adult. And then when we got up to leave, I turned yeah. and saw like four kids going from that area. I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Every fucking preview. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Except for Black uh, Panther. Yeah. Proving. <laughs> fucking racist. They're racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. and Nick pointed it out. He's like, you notice they didn't woo the black guy? <laughs> Tiff was enthralled with that preview. She hadn't seen the preview great. yet, the, and I had, and I was like, oh, this is for Black Panther, <laughs> and it looks fucking awesome. I don't know. I mean, it looks good. I'm just... that's Part of the reason I like Thor 3 so much is it's we've moved past the origin story and past the fall from Grace hero, and now they can just have fun. Like right. Iron Man 3. So, but they got to do... I, I get it. I get they it. They still have to do it with the new characters, you right? Like, you still got to... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. These people it. are going to be carrying your universe for the next decade. You yeah. Gotta, you gotta, 
get people interested. So Thor Ragnarok. Um, I was super excited uh, with the previews that had that whole 80s sci-fi action vibe going for it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I thought that carried perfectly through the movie. I, I, I didn't think if you had told me with either the first two Thor movies that this was the perfect place for Thor to go, both story wise and style wise, I would have been like, you're out of your fucking mind. And <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, I, I rate it right up there with like the first Guardians of the Galaxy, how that kind of at least for me, it took me by surprise with that perfect mix of like heart action and then just tons of humor too. Mm -hmm. This had everything in spades. And I thought it was like great story, great villain. I, I, I dug the whole thing. I definitely feel like it was the strongest of the Thor movies. Oh, for sure. Um, I The one criticism I had heard, and I'd be interested to know what you guys thought about this, is some people thought it was too funny, that there were too many jokes. I've heard that too. It's, Fuck off. Which one do I have to say to that? Stop being so barb. Like, who <laughs> fucking cares? Enjoy the movie. Yeah. What would Which you prefer? Like, more of the same? Is that where we're at now? Like, oh, let's pump but out say, one but more. But those same people generic. then go to the DC movies and be like, it's not funny enough. It's it's not lighthearted <laughs> enough. It's too serious. You just can't fucking be pleased. Well, and that's, uh, part of I it, too, is it's like... I think Jared Leto did a great job. <laughs> 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 it's about, like, fucking Norse gods and superheroes. Yeah. In space, fighting some giant gamma radiation monster. Like, let's have some fucking fun with it. Let's have a blue rock monster that is the best oh character God. in the Who entire did his MCU. Voice? I haven't the looked director. at the director. the director. Oh, it was the director? Yeah. That's awesome. What's his name? Krog? Krog? His name is Wakiki Mumbleliku. No, the character is. <laughs> so uh, thank you for that translation. It's Korg is the character. Is it Korg? He's my favorite, I think. So he's from Planet Hulk. He is one yep. of Hulk's oh, yeah. group that comes back to Earth with him. For World War Hulk. Yep. Oh. Him and Meek. Mm -hmm. it, they're two of the five that are. Is he like a comedy relief dude? In the no, no, he's no, ultra he... serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. wants to die. Oh damn. Serving vengeance. Yeah, he is. Uh, not like well, the one we saw in the movie. No, no, he's great. <laughs> I loved him. Um, so uh, I want to hear about some of your like favorite parts, and then okay. I want to also talk about how this ties into the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because although it's standalone, I feel like it really is heavy-handed with some of the other stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of my favorite parts, the tower. They're building oh, Hulk's yeah, head yeah. on the top, and yep. you get just a glimpse of Beta Ray Bill. Mm -hmm. That was super fucking cool. Yep. Um, well, you, you actually get a pretty good view of it, because they show the tower a couple times. And Because yeah. the first time I saw the tower, I was like, oh, that was Beta Ray Bill. And then... Yeah. They show it again, and it was like it's kind of a longer shot of it, and you fully see it. That's awesome. And then, uh, which I'm I was hoping, sorry, because I was, I was so looking at Beta Ray Bill, I, I didn't see who else up. was yeah, on there. And I was hoping like he'd show up as like a gladiator in there or something like no, that, just even you, brief. You get the feeling that whoever's on there has fallen, you know? Yeah. No, like, that's kind of how I felt. Yeah, yeah. They had, um, was it like Man Beast? Like and, they had the and like, Beta Ray Bill, like that's like. You're adding on at That's least another cut. 30 minutes of story because you got to yeah. explain how Odin gave this horse a hammer and yeah. what was <laughs> happening there. That is pretty strange. Yeah. I loved uh, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, she was a badass. I, I Probably my favorite moment from the film is during the climax when she crashes crashes the ship and she's walking away from it and the happy birthday fireworks are going <laughs> off behind her and the, the immigration song is playing, which they... It may have been overused, but I loved every instance that they used that 
Dude, that song if during you that get film. the rights to Led yeah. Zeppelin, which is a damn near impossible yeah. task, you better play the <laughs> fuck yeah. out of that. You, you, she's walking all of that yeah. song. Yeah. And then also when she's got the gun on the ship and she's holding it down, and it's like obviously like meant to be super phallic. I don't know if you guys caught that. Oh, yeah. It's she all like aiming humps down. it to pull yeah, it up. She, she like humps it and then pulls it up and then just starts blasting away. I thought she was, uh, for me, she really kind of stole the show. I thought her character arc was great. Mm-hmm. Um you know that I, I didn't know if they were going to actually make her an Asgardian. I mean, obviously it makes sense because she's an Asgardian in the comic books, but they kind of bury that lead a little bit. So, I mean, during that, it wasn't like a shocking reveal that she was Asgardian. Yeah, but. she they literally called her Valkyrie, like leading up to the movie. Well, no, I mean, I knew that, but like her character, you know, when Thor finds out that she's an Asgardian, I don't know. I thought maybe they I were going to make her something else it. or. So I actually went through this with my roommate last night. My two roommates who don't read comic books at all uh, went and saw Thor. And just bombard. Literally, I did it for about 90 minutes last night. Got a question and answer about the Marvel Universe. (laughs) (laughs) And what was wrong with this movie. And there was a lot. They tweaked a lot of stuff. Hela, not Thor's sister. Thor's sister is Angela. Which they're obviously not going to bring in. Uh, Valkyries work for Hela. They don't fight against her. They're the ones that go around and pick up the bodies and bring them to Valhalla. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is their whole purpose. A bunch of beer maidens. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else was in there? Man, now I'm forgetting. It was a long day. Yesterday. I mean, they definitely, they definitely tweaked a bunch of stuff, but I think they tweaked things. Oh, it's fine. Made yeah, a perfectly. congruent movie. Yeah. What I don't get is like, I, I don't like how Thor doesn't need his hammer. I feel like the past couple movies have been breaking all the characters down. So they are like defeated when Thanos finally arrives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like this is like they built like the destruction of Thor's hammer in comics crushes him. He's yeah. crazy about the hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like Cork he's says, he's got a, he's got a very, yeah, very yeah. intimate attachment to a hammer. <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't, I get that. Like looking into Phase Four, if Hemsworth contract is also coming to an end, it's easy to like make him Odin and refer to him and not actually have him play any major role in the movie. Mm. But I don't know. Like you have. Peter Quill finds out he's superpowered and then loses those powers because yeah. they kill his dad. You got total conflict on Earth, people not trusting each other through civil war. Well, Cap doesn't have a shield, he's in hiding. Yeah. 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 And then Thor, you take up. the hammer and you're like, oh yeah, this makes sense. And they're like, oh, but by the way, you have all the power. You don't need the hammer. I wonder if they're setting ah! it up for like some of the <laughs> some of the other characters to come in and kind of take the spotlight like the Avengers aren't gonna be able to handle it because they are so disenfranchised and broken down that the like other characters are probably gonna have to play a bigger role because then they're gonna carry the Marvel Universe going forward I think the Avengers the core group the original core group plus Captain Marvel will be the second movie like yeah the first movie is gonna be these second string guys trying to fight Thanos and it not working out and then the core group will be the second movie yeah. oh I disagree oh yeah I think oh, the, the way first around. one is gonna be Cap, your classic Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy getting the shit kicked out of them. And then Captain Marvel and company coming in and kind of bringing things back. Mm-hmm. I could see it going that because way. Because that's 
that's where your money is. That's yep. who's going to continue your franchise that's while all these guys. So leave. you got to have them pick up the torch by beating up the big bad and then yeah. setting up a new yeah, arc. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm, I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy is how Thor, according to the trailer that we haven't seen last year at Comic Con, is how Thor gets back to Earth. Yeah, Should I, I saw the trailer. It looks like that ship, Thanos's ship, that comes down at the end of yep. Thor. Right. Blows I saw the that ship too, to yeah. smithereens. Mm-hmm. And Thor is just sent hurling through space where he literally hits the windshield of uh, Peter Quill's yep. ship. And they're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and he tells them they need to get back to Earth. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, like, if Thanos destroys that fucking ship, are they just it, causing all the Asgardians to be extinct? I don't feel like it because it feels like they were moving towards Straczynski's run. Right, where, where they, they settle as guard on Earth. Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. It was Oklahoma. I told yeah. Tiff, I was like, yeah, in the comic books, they bring, Oklahoma. they bring Asgard to Earth and they, they settle it in like some podunk area of Oklahoma. It's actually, it's right above all Lawton, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, which is some, I used to work with this paper mill in Lawton all the time. So <laughs> but I, obviously I, I think out about it. They didn't care. In the movie, I, I think they're setting it up that they're going to settle it in Norway. Is kind of what I got yeah. from Odin being there, and he even refers mm. to it as home. That was the only part that I was like, "This had to have been like a last minute change." It looked like shit. The, the Odin, Odin stuff. stuff. It looked like such an obvious green screen. Like I feel yeah, like I didn't they really sh- feel that. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, so I didn't in the really trailers, they showed her break his things. hammer in New York, and oh, then in the that. movie, they, so I think they made a change last minute. Like hmm. they were doing an edit, and they're like. Yeah, this doesn't quite make sense. Let's change it. And so that that effect wasn't as polished as everything else because it just. I want to ask you because we haven't found out, Nick, what was your favorite part? Fuck, I don't know. What did I you just mean? really liked the movie. I thought it was great. Um, the whole like climax, the whole destruction of Asgard it was like, oh, they actually like didn't save anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah in fact, that's how they just. To save everything, they had to destroy everything. Yeah, I mean, they more or less failed on purpose, like, because they knew there was no other option. And so the best thing that they could do is, well, let's just get everyone the fuck out of here. And to defeat her, we'll just destroy everything. We'll let this guy destroy everything and call it a day. I love that they use Surtur in that movie. I I wasn't familiar with that character at all. He is totally a Thor character. Um, And just like a bogus one. Oh, but is he? It's, I don't know, correct me. It goes back. This No one's going to care about this, but I used to play Hero Clicks. Cool. Cool. Good for you. I'm glad you like him. Oh, I got God. friends that like Hero Clicks. Fucking Big Barb, ben. aren't I? Uh, I just be kind of Barbie right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Tell that piece, Hero he would just keep basement. making these fire demons that would just take over the board. So it cracked me up when I saw that. I just. You fucking nerd. set the tone. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally a nerd. That's fine. Um, I We're love sitting t- in a basement dissecting a movie. Spent <laughs> superheroes. <laughs> Calling me a nerd. Okay. That's the joke, John. Um, how'd you guys feel about at me? You got three point back at you, but <laughs> how'd you guys feel about Hulk in this movie? That was great. Yeah. Uh, when he's just hanging dong. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, as I understand it, too. Uh, Kevin Feig had gone to Mark Ruffalo and said, we're never doing a, a standalone Hulk movie, but what do you think about doing a story arc over three movies? So you've got your own trilogy that takes place within other movies. Mm-hmm. What's the story you want to do? And that's... Well, I know Ruffalo Mark picked it. Ruffalo is like super passionate about the Hulk, which is cool. I, I like that he's... Because it's such kind of a... It's a hard character to do. I mean, obviously, you had two actors go through him before, you know, Ruffalo got do the you know part. That- the director originally wanted for Incredible Hulk, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, really? But the studio 
picked uh, Edward Norton because they thought that his name would bring more people. Yeah, yeah fuck that up. Yeah, no kidding. Everyone loves Ruffalo's Hulk as far as I've never really heard a differing opinion, but um, Hulk talking. Mark Ruffalo's Barb of the Marvel. No, <laughs> <laughs> That's like John. Uh, yeah, Mark like Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Kind of the Brian Michael Bendis version, isn't it? Or the ultimate version of him where he kind of, you know, he talks like he's not super smart, but he's. But he talks a bit aware in the 616 too. Yeah. But yeah, the, I don't know. It depends on which version of the ultimate. Yeah. Cause I mean, they bounce around a Hulk lot. Hulk has evolved. You know, there's been different versions of Hulk. Yeah. I mean, Hulk prior to getting killed in the 616 universe was like banner level intelligence while he was in Hulk right. form. Mm-hmm. Um, it's changed up a lot. I think what they're doing in the movies is like, the longer he stays in Hulk form, the more Hulk can, you know, he's like Evolve a teenager and, essentially in this yeah. movie, you know, he, mm. he has some thoughts, he can say stuff, but like, it's pretty immature. You yeah. Know? It definitely came across as like a teenager in his room. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stop kicking my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought Hulk was great. I, um, Kate Blanchett is hella. Oh God! Yeah. Such a boner. <laughs> Seriously, I never I'm thought not I'd say with that. You. Like my favorite role of hers is playing a man, Bob Dylan. So never in a million years was I like, yeah, put this woman in a fucking latex suit with a bunch <laughs> of weird horns on her head, and that's gonna do it for me. But uh, it sucked how they dispatched the the, the warriors. <laughs> the warriors three. Is, yeah, pretty just, quickly. Yeah, just like thump thump. But which, she wasn't killed. Was she? Was uh, Sif? She wasn't. Yeah, she, she didn't take the role because she's got a film blind spot. Oh, it's a series. Yeah, she's busy filming a series. So oh, isn't that one where she's like hey, covered hey, in tattoos? And I can't no show offense, to get but like, I don't know how it works. I'm not a big time Hollywood actor, but if someone came to me and they're like, "Hey, you can either have ten minutes in this fucking massive Marvel movie and continue to be a part of this universe." film blind spot for usa <laughs> network what would you do john i'd do the marvel movie you know like maybe maybe i'm crazy well but you like, gotta look at the long run if they were just gonna kill her off like they did i mean zachary levi that didn't surprise me because he was just cast as shazam in the upcoming dc movie yeah so i'm sure they were gonna dispatch of him yeah. but i loved him as uh whatever his fucking name was like chuck he, <laughs> i think chuck's what you're thinking of. i did love chuck but at least they got some on-screen departure, whereas Natalie Portman was just a one-line like, oh, yeah, broke, broke up. up. Yeah, it was it was a mutual dumping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wasn't Natalie Portman. I'm not a big Natalie Portman fan, so. How dare you. I know. I'm sorry. I like her. I didn't. She's the she, fourth most important Jew right now. <laughs> fourth? Fourth. Okay, time out on the podcast. Yeah. John, what are the, name the, the three? Name the top five Jew, most important Jews right now. Um, I mean, John Stewart always, like, even when he pops up, those are almost more important because it's like Moses coming down from the Mount Sinai. Like he just has a couple things to say and then he disappears for a while. Okay, that's uh, one. Larry David, of course, hundred percent. I'm personally, I'm gonna now put Mark Maron. Okay, has become a prominent figure in Judaism. Okay, he's like the opposite end of the spectrum of Larry David. Yeah, Larry David, you have like just an asshole. A little neurotic, and Mark Maron is like the totally self-loathing version of that. Uh, and then, we, and then we've Portman. got Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman's yeah. big one, yeah. Okay, and then and then who's number? Oh, that's five? I, I just oh, you just top, top four. four. Yeah. Okay, okay. Very so I, don't, I don't know how they do the Jew lists. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, back to Thor. <laughs> we Whoa. meet once a year in the center of the earth where we control the world's money and media. I, I knew and it. We vote on who's God, most important. I, yeah. God, I goddamn knew it. Harvey Weinstein dropped a couple <laughs> pegs this year. <laughs> he fell a couple notches. You need to watch uh, Bloody David's SNL monologue from last night. Because Larry David, he was oh, he arrested. Uh-huh. And his, his opening monologue is a lot about how all these guys just like, really wish they weren't all Jews. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Okay, so with the Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, we had a lot of stuff get tied into. We saw Doctor Strange, this movie. We got Which to see great. the collector's brother, Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Holy shit, he was so good. It was Did amazing. anyone else just find it? I, every time he was on screen and it showed his feet and he was wearing fucking sandals, <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest fucking his thing. His sandals were great. They were like yeah. these square super geometric. Yeah. yeah, they were just just this guy just fucking walk. Like, first off, just the way he portrayed the character was hilarious. But he's just like this hippie motherfucker like walking around in sandals. But then he like has people fight to the death. I thought that was great. So they uh, they bounced through one of the... I don't know, galaxies that are in Guardians. I can't remember at the end. They leave uh, the planet where they were imprisoned. They go to that place in Guardians. Then they go to Asgard. I can't remember what it was called. Wait, I'm but sorry. But you didn't see it on no, screen. I they just missed it. They didn't see it on screen. They kept saying, well, we got to go through this place to then get to Asgard because it's so far away. And I thought for sure we'd see the Guardians at that step. But mm. then they just went straight to Asgard. Oh, okay. Because, um, well, they, they, so they essentially those holes then were like the jump things. I think so, Guardians. from Guardians 2, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. From Guardians 2. Oh, real quick, I just want to mention this, too. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, fucking on point for this movie. I love when that character is just... Do you think he, he grabbed the Tesseract? So oh, yeah, like, let's talk about 100%. that. Yeah, I think you he do. grabbed it. Yeah. Well, because he gives it to Thanos. Well, he was supposed... So let's, oh, so let's yeah. remember... Did in, you guys see the trailer from Comic-Con? I, I did. watched some of it. I had like yeah. a... I oh, can't shit, find I it on my computer anymore. It was a yeah, movie. No, he took it. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, because, yeah, he, he eyes it, and he failed, like you're saying, mm-hmm. the Avengers. The so this movie. is, he's always playing both sides. What bargaining chip is better than, hey, I fucked up. Here's that thing you want. Well, so Tiff and I were talking about it is, uh, did he, t- so he obviously takes it, right? Mm-hmm. But what were what are his intentions? Did he take it for himself because he wants the Cosmic Cube back, you know, for his staff and can be powerful again? Did he take it to give it to Thanos? They're actually two different, purposefully? Two different things. His staff in itself is an infinity gem and the tesseract is a separate infinity gem. Oh okay. Tesseract I, is the space gem, the gem he had in his staff is the mind right, gem. They're right, two right. separate things. Mm. To your point though, I think he took it for himself. That's what I think. I yeah. think he took it for himself and then at the that post credit scene, Thanos comes across and he's going to be like, "Yo bitch, Give me that Tesseract. So oh, I, I think even, he's going to offer it up because Loki's always self-preservation. Well, I think, I think he'll offer it up thing. with his back against the wall, but I don't yeah. think that's why he took it yeah. to deliver it to Thanos. No, I think if anything, it wasn't even as a selfish thing. I think he's always playing as many sides as he can. Yeah. And he knows this is a huge bargaining chip. It's good no matter, insurance policy. Yeah, yeah. Whether for me or Thor or whatever. I love that Thanos teaser where she just knocks the... Uh, fake yeah. <laughs> the infinity gauntlet yeah. off. fake yeah just it <laughs> slaps it on the ground everyone got a boner in the second Thor <laughs> yeah, when they yeah. show that you're like oh my fuck that's where that is yeah. so, turns out it's a fake because yeah. Thanos has it uh, uh, but he put his hand in it didn't he in one of the post credits thing yeah 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 he's mm-hmm. like I'll just do it myself so everybody's been bitching that they fucked up the continuity well fix that so uh, I fixed that the very simple uh, but Thanos did not he wasn't on Asgard when he said I'm gonna do it myself he just put a gauntlet on. He wasn't in the Asgard trophy room. He just 
was in his little space. That's why everybody's been bitching about it. It's because they showed it in the trophy room as like, like a fun how does he get it from? And everybody's like, but no, how did he get it? So they were just trying to fix that. Oh, like how does right, Thanos have you, it if it's in the trophy room? Um, but when Loki figures out that it's the fucking Hulk that's the champion, that was yeah. the best. Th- part. Oh my god, he's like, I got to get off this he's planet. Just sweating, yeah. he's fidgety, <laughs> yeah, all fidgety. <laughs> no, you know how it feels. Yeah, that was <laughs> Tom Hiddleston's Loki's really evolved. Like I mean. He's always kind of been had like some quirky, funny moment moments, but now he's just kind of like a cartoon villain. And I just love yeah. every second of it. But yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead with what you're talking about with continuing the MCU. Oh, no, I was just um, kind of like we've been talking about. Just curious what you guys think the next steps are going to be. I know we've seen this Infinity War trailer that was leaked. Um, but So this ends with Thanos. We know that through that trailer, Thor ends up with the Guardians. But what's next? We got Black Panther and then the Avengers, right? You have Black yeah. Panther, you have uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp prior to Avengers, and then Avengers comes out, and then you get Captain Marvel, you're going to get a Doctor Strange sequel. Oh, really? I thought there was just one movie in between part one and part two. No, I'm pretty sure there's two. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. I think they had to put another one in there because they were going to film those two at the same time, the two Avengers movies at the same time, and then they yeah. scrapped that idea. Uh, so I think now they've spaced them out a little bit more than what they were originally going to be that makes sense yeah um and that's what marvel does they pump out Uh so yeah ragnarok black panther infinity war ant-man and wasp captain marvel untitled avengers 4 spider-man 2 guardians volume 3 interesting Uh, i could see where guardians would be an important follow-up after all this infinity war stuff yeah um Oh, was I gonna, oh, so I've been reading the theory online that Heimdall has the soul gem. Oh, and right. that's why his eyes are orange. And that's why he couldn't do shit until he had his sword back. So maybe the soul gem is in his sword. Yeah, we haven't seen. That's the only one we haven't seen. Yeah, hmm. there's been a lot of theories about. Yeah. And when he is. gives Thor the ability to see his eyes Turn stop orange. being orange and Thor's change. Oh. So maybe. I don't know. Kind of fun theory. He was badass. Yeah. I love Heimdall. I'm glad he made it through. But yeah, I, I think so funny. I think this was a uh, it, it was a great I think it's a great lead up to the Avengers movie without being so heavy handed about it. I mean, obviously, you've got that mid credit scene where Thanos' ship shows up. But I mean, it, that wasn't really the point of the point of the scene was Thor and Loki's kind of back and forth. And then you just see the ship show up and cut to black. Right. It wasn't so heavy handed about everything leading up to the next Avengers movie. In fact, if you really don't know anything about the trailer or maybe don't know that much about the infinity war movie that's coming up, you may not get the connections between this Thor movie and what's coming at earth right now. But for someone like us, who's followed the MCU, I thought it was full of like great Easter eggs, but wasn't heavy handed of like, essentially being a prequel to the Avenger, the next Avengers movie, right? Which is what age of Ultron kind of felt like to civil war. Yeah. We're just like, okay, we get it. The stuff will pay off in a couple movies. Exactly. It's a, a setup movie. This was a, like a great story, a standalone movie, but it moved the plot of the entire MCU forward in a really important way. I think. Yeah. So we got Hulk. Mm-hmm. All of, do you think that ship's going to end up on earth then? Or cause we've got Hulk on that ship. We've got Loki and we've got Thor and they just had, as you said, had this big conversation about it not being so good if Loki ended up back on Earth. No, I think the Guardians are going to end up with Thor and Banner. Bringing them to Earth. I think Loki's going to end up 
with Thanos originally, but Thanos, as we saw from that trailer, they're doing the... Uh, did you ever read Infinity? Mm-mm. The whole... As I understand it, this is supposed to be like a Ocean's Eleven style where Thanos is one step ahead of everybody during the first well, Avengers. Well, he has his whole everything. cabal, the Dark Cabal with him, which is five other people that are were introduced by... Uh, who wrote Infinity? It was Hickman. When Hickman did okay. Avengers, like, three years ago. Okay, sure. They're introducing all those characters. Right, right. I remember that. Um, so I think Loki will ultimately turn, but I think he's going to try to get in with those guys. But like he is then falling in with people that are equally, if not better, at being one step ahead and just bad. You know, mm-hmm. like he is mischief. These people are straight conniving motherfuckers. You know, <laughs> like he I think he's going to be outclassed in terms of being a scumbag. Right, right. And uh, furthering your own agenda. Yeah. And so he'll end up switching and helping save Earth as he always does. So I kind of have a theory about Hulk. I bet you're right. And continuing this, I am almost wondering, judging by the trailer where we see Thor hit the Guardian ship, and explain to me how the Hulk is going to fit into that ship. I mean, without turning back into. Bruce I think Banner. he's going to be Banner. But like well, they've I, already said, like a huge part of this movie is Hulk and Rocket are going to be fucking BFFs right off the bat. Oh, really? Smashing and murdering. Because I was wondering. are going to hit it off extremely well. I was wondering if. And you have Groot that's just like this asshole teenager. So Rocket's like, (laughs) I don't want to deal with this. I got this other huge guy that loves to break things and is an idiot. I mean, this is my guy. Because I was almost wondering if, if Thanos would take Hulk with him. Like he takes Loki. And then uses the Hulk to unleash on Earth, because then you kind of get the second part of the Hulk story, which would be World War Hulk. Yeah. And then so he becomes part of something something that they have to deal with while dealing with Thanos. So I was, where we're uh, talking about how Hulk has you know got his own story arc coming set within these other movies, mm. it would make sense because after Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk was World War Hulk. Yeah. You know that they unle- he you know Thanos somehow gets the Hulk unleashed on Earth, again solidifying the whole like Earth kind of not being a big fan of Hulk right now after the Avengers uh, old age of Ultron. That makes sense based on the first Avengers and Loki trying to set the Hulk loose, the monster. Yeah. If Thanos then continues that idea. Yeah. And that's how he keeps the Avengers and earth all fucked up is drops the Hulk in the middle of them. So, I mean, it would be a good way to do a world war, world war Hulk style type character arc for the Hulk. Interesting. So that's, that's kind of my theory, but we'll have to see. I I, I just want to fucking, trailer for infinity war did you not watch it no i watched the bootleg version yeah but i want it's i mean coming. it was filmed yeah. from the side i know it's coming star I, bet wars I think coming yeah up. when yeah. star wars star is released wars, that's yeah. when they're gonna that's when they're gonna do it i guarantee it but it's just like i want to see that trailer because we're a year away at this point then yeah yeah it's november 18 right computer guy Almost positive q yeah. it's november 18 <laughs> and november 19 for the one and two yeah but All right, dudes, I'm glad you guys like Thor. I like Tony Thor Stark in the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> it's one and two. The end of everyone's contracts. Yeah. yeah. All right, dudes. Uh, no, no, May May fourth, 2018. Oh shit. Oh, it's May. Yeah. So we're less than a year away. So where's Black Panther? February 16th. Wait, that's coming up. Yeah. Like just a few months. Less than a few. 
Ant-Man's in July. That's Captain real soon. Marvel yeah. It's like, where's the fucking trailer? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there hasn't been even so much as, I mean, has there been a teaser? There hasn't been no, a teaser. No, but like, what, are you living under a rock? Well, no, you I... Know? Like, you know it's coming. I know. I've been I building suppose. this for 15 fucking years. It's coming. <laughs> a lot of that would have spoiled Thor. In that trailer. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's probably why they didn't attach it to that. So I imagine Thor probably doesn't have an eye in the trailer. Well, yeah, there's an interview with uh, Chris Hemsworth that just came out the day the movie came out that he's like, yeah, no, Thor not having an eye is a permanent thing. It's like, well, no fucking duh. (laughs) They hid that in the trailer, too. Really well. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that coming, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. I kind of like seeing the. I mean, Thor couldn't defeat Hela, period. Like that was the right. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He got his ass handed to her, so he's like, "All right, giant fire monster, you do it." <laughs> Asgard's got to fall on the sword. Here's my thing: is Thanos within comic books is in love with death. Yep. And there is one gem that we know of within Asgard. Whether Loki took it or not, like that's the location, right? And Thanos puts on the gauntlet and it points him in the direction of the gems because they all want to be together. They sing, right? So if he has one gem, it's going to send him to Asgard where he's going to meet death as we know it within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And are those two then going to hit it off and go together to Earth? I don't think they'll bring death into it. I hope they you do. I don't think so. I just want to see more... I kind of hinted at that at the Avengers because the guy told Thanos, you know, to to go after the Avengers is to court death, which is his whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, yeah. Fucking Thor Ragnarok. Awesome stuff. Boom, boom, boom. Can't wait for the next movies. Bye, Nick. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool. We'll catch you guys next week.